0: Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of the Midnight Shift. I am your host, David. And uh, today we'll be discussing my experience as a Jehovah's Witness and how it was being a member of that uh, belief system. And then I'll, I'll be talking about, you know, why I left. Um, you know, just to give you guys a heads up, I didn't, I wasn't, uh, disfellowshipped. I just left because of different reasons that I'll get into. But, um, yeah, before I get into my experience being a Jehovah's Witness, um, I want you guys to kind of, uh, examine your life. Kind of step back and uh, honestly ask yourself this question, does my religion, does it have an effect on the quality of my life? Does it affect the way I interact with my friends? Does it affect the way I um, interact with my wife, my fiance, my spouse, my husband? Does it affect your uh, uh, relationship with your family? Does it affect any aspect of your life, you know? And uh, whether or not it affects you in a positive or in a negative way, you know, just ask yourself if, you know, is your life being affected by your own uh, religion, And if it is, um, say that, for instance, that you're not really happy uh, spiritually as a person, even though you've been uh, devoted to this uh, religion for X amount of years, do you have the courage to leave your current uh, religion and pursue your own uh, spiritual journey? You know for some people actually for most people it's actually very very hard it's very difficult to just walk away from your own church because you might lose the respect of your elders you might lose the respect of the you know the father of the priest. you might um, um you might lose the respect of friends people that you think have value like you might lose a lot of respect if you leave you know That's why some people don't have the, it's hard for them to just walk away and to kind of pursue their own, you know, just their own journey for uh, spiritual content. You know, they, it's hard for them to do that because, you know, to do that, it's, it's so hard because, you know, your reputation maybe can be damaged or, you know, even your own uh, moral compass can be damaged that you might feel guilty for doing that. So there is a lot of uh, consequences. there's 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 a lot of outcomes that result from you leaving your current uh, religion and pursuing a different uh, religion. So you know, whether you're agnostic or you're atheist, Catholic, Christian, you know, if your belief system is not helping you or is, it, it's not adding any value to your life you know you know I want you to just stand your ground as, as a human being and, and just you know ask yourself be honest with yourself and say man like even if you have questions or even if you have doubts you know really ask yourself because I feel that I feel that in, in this world you know a lot of people are not being true to themselves especially when it comes to uh, religion. They just don't want to admit to their own doubts. They kind of just put it under the table or under the rug and they just kind of live their lives from, for X amount of years. And that doubt just kind of gets buried in your subconscious or in your, you know, the those those questions, those doubts, there's those insecurities, those emotions of just like, uh, they're not really positive emotions. They're actually just... They're hurting you. They're affecting you, you know. And I feel that a lot of people don't, you know, it's hard for them to have the courage to kind of just quietly and respectfully leave their own current uh, religion because they might lose their respect or they might or they might feel guilty. You know, they might feel even more depressed or they might even feel more damaged as to being there in the first place. In other words, if you feel unhappy, leaving, I mean, if you feel unhappy with your current uh, religion and then you leave, you know, w- you know, will that make it worse for you? You know, only time can tell. only time can really tell the destination of our outcomes of our choices, you know? So you know, yeah, just ask yourself, is it really affecting the way? you know, is it really affecting your life, you know? And if it's, and if the effect is positive, if you're actually gaining positive value from your religion, more power to you. That's amazing. And nobody in this world can take that from you. So in other words, if you're happy, if you're fulfilled, if you feel that being Catholic has provided you value to your life, then stay that you know just keep it like that and that's fine and if it's not then it's not it's not bad to just pursue your own journey to pursue your own spirituality to pursue your own self awakening your own self love you know it's like it's okay to keep pursuing things that that you think or that you feel will will be beneficial to your spirituality to your mental health you know it sounds, you know, this might insult some people, but, you know, going to church won't solve all your problems. You know, there's, life is beyond just God. You know, there's 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 so much that happens in every second of our lives. Every second alters you. Every second has an influence in the way you see yourself and the way you see other people. <clears throat> so going to church, you know, it's it's, you know, people don't understand that. You know, yeah, you can try to practice the teachings of the Bible and try to apply those teachings, those moral lessons to your life, but we're imperfect people. And, you know, as you get older and as you meet more people, as your life transcends into different phases of your life, you might lose track of who you are as a person. You might lose, you know, you might even lose motivation or you might even lose interest in uh, in your own current uh, religion, you know that's why, you know, a lot of people just leave because of circum of a certain uh, circumstances that made them leave. Maybe, maybe not because they lost interest, or maybe you know, maybe because they met a new member, or they they met somebody, a soulmate, or someone that had a different uh, religious background. And they had a compromise, you know, so there's so many different reasons why people leave They they come and go and that's normal, you know, in my eyes, that's that's the norm That's for me. That's that's okay. That's that's acceptable Because nobody in this world Can give you your own spirituality. I cannot give it to you. I cannot give you Your 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 inner light and your inner guidance for salvation with god I can't do that for you only 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 you can and you know that's why to me uh, religion is just so complicated and it's so fascinating to me. You know I think that religious different people, people in this world, we each have uh, we each come from a different background, from a different belief system. And knowing that knowing that there's people in this world that come from different backgrounds that can you know influence interactions that can that could influence uh communities that could influence uh relationships you know it's just it's just crazy like aside from money aside from it your from your educational background uh whether you have education or not you know aside from your job aside from your money aside from your career and your role as a as an american citizen or your role as as a human being how does religion affect you? Does it? How does it affect you? You know, and just ask yourself that question. Just, just really ask yourself: is if your religion is helping you or not? You know. So, to kind of like really explore uh, religion in my own sense, in my own perspective, you know, I want to discuss my experience being. jehovah's witness those who don't know what that is it's a belief system it's a belief that you know god has a has a name it's uh, jehovah and to me it's a very beautiful name i'm not bashing on the name it's it sounds like it just sounds very beautiful It's it's a very beautiful name you know but to kind of to kind of further explore uh, what it means to be a Jehovah's Witness. Um, uh, growing up as a as a kid, you know, I was never baptized as a Jehovah's Witness. I was never baptized as that. I I just you know I just would go to what they called these meetings. And this in these quote meetings, were just Bible studies that were held at people's houses around my uh, around my neighborhood or. Bible studies that were held at public schools, uh, Bible studies that were held in cafeterias, they were held at um, at the fair here in Imperial, actually at the at the fairgrounds. You know, the uh, members of my community, the members of my own church, would ask the people that run the fairgrounds or just ask the city council if they can actually use the fair grounds or like maybe a part of the fair or or an an indoor building of the fair ground to have bible studies so that's pretty cool i mean like it's pretty cool how you know this you know being a jehovah's witness you have to you have to kind of like uh navigate your resources within the community and kind of ask around and kind of uh you know just kind of be Witty and, and smart it takes a lot of an Intelligence to do that to kind Of you know it takes it takes a lot Of social skills to kind of just you know Ask different people within Within the community to borrow A place for a Specific bible study session that's Fucking awesome that's that's really cool You know but you know I want to give positive Light to this to my religion You know and well not even To my, to my religion it's just you Know I'm I don't see myself as a Jehovah's Witness anymore, I see myself as maybe agnostic, you know, I don't even know where my spirituality is anymore, like, I'm still exploring it, I think to be full, I think to be fully fulfilled uh, spiritually, it takes a lifetime, it takes, like, you know, it takes forever, man, to find your inner purpose, and to find your, your, your inner light, and to find your connection with your you know, with your own God, you know, it it just takes a long time to do that. Anyway, so going back to my experience, um, growing up, I didn't have, I couldn't celebrate any any uh, birthday parties. I couldn't celebrate Thanksgiving, Halloween. I couldn't celebrate um, my friend's birthday parties, not even my own. I couldn't celebrate anything, you know. So because when you're a member, when you're when you are a Jehovah's Witness there's a lot of uh, restrictions and and they're very very strict on who you on who you interact with what kind of movies you watch uh what kind of music you listen to what kind of friends you interact and especially what kind of people you date or you marry you know um i never dated anyone within my congregation and the word congregation is a, is is another word word for the term for being a Jehovah's Witness, in other words, it's a it's an organization, right? It's pretty much it's a global organization, and the word congregation is just a building, it's a place where every member that is a Jehovah's Witness they they go there and they have Bible studies, you know. So there is multiple words to to describe that whole scenario. There is there is the Kingdom Hall, which which is the name of the building. So if you drive around anywhere, and uh, if you drive around here in town or in San Diego or anywhere, you're bound to find a building that says Kingdom Hall slash Jehovah's Witness. You know, it's a that's what they call the congregation. It's a it's it's a building where you have Bible studies and you pretty much go are there to you know listen to the people speak about God and to be taught the principles and the and the moral essence of the Bible. So the people that are in the congregation that are in the quote church, they're called brothers and sisters, right? So obviously if you're a man, you're a brother to other men within that community. If you're if you're a female, then you're a sister within other sisters within that community as well. So we're each brothers and sisters. And the whole family value, the whole family dynamic is actually very, very strong and it's actually very pure. They're, it's a very, very, very tight-knit uh, community and they're very, very positive people. I've you know, I've never seen anyone growing up being a Jehovah's Witness. I, 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 I never saw anyone lose their temper or yell or, or be rude. They were so kind and respectful and courteous. They have good moral values on the surface level they you know they they know how to treat other members with respect because if you're a member in their eyes you're one of them you know you're a family you're pretty much there to serve the will of God which is Jehovah and once you're a member you have to if you're very serious about it if you want to get closer to God closer to salvation and closer to the paradise that God is going to offer you Within this belief, um, you're supposed to go door to door and you're supposed to inform people about your services. And the way you do that is not just by talking. I mean, yeah, you talk and you inform and you kind of encourage them. You you encourage strangers and it takes a lot of balls to do this. I mean, imagine trying to go to somebody's house by yourself and you have these pamphlets that you have to give out. And you're supposed to wake them up in the morning or even if it's late at in the evening. it's you know people's home is their own private place. you know? It's like there's a boundary there. Like it's when you knock at somebody's door that 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 um you don't know it, it's it it feels scary. It feels frightening. It feels horrifying. But um, anyway, so being a member, you know, we had to we had to go and um, you know, knock at people's doors. And once they opened the door, we were allowed. We 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 had to be very loving, give out this image of love, and give off this image of just pure pure good quality human traits. You know, just be very very kind. And these pamphlets that were that were that we were supposed to give to other people. These pamphlets contain a couple of short Bible stories, but the name of the of these pamphlets they're called the watchtower series and what that is is that um they're kind of like bible slash magazines like stories where they depict bible stories and they talk about current issues the the uh, world is facing It, it talks about the faith of mankind and the future of mankind in terms of wars and and death and suffering it talks about you know good parenting it, it does a lot of really fascinating and beautiful you know lessons that are supposed to enhance your morality and are supposed to make you feel become more self-aware of how to be a better human being so they have good intentions right they have really good they have really good ways of trying to convey positivity to to other people that are non members of the congregation that are non Jehovah witness members Anyway, so, yeah, that was one of our duties that we had to go door to door, door to door and, you know, inform people about the church services and everything like that. And if people were curious about it and they came to our kingdom hall, to the building where we have our Bible studies, then, you know, the brothers would be so happy because they had a, a new, quote, brother, a new member, a new Jehovah's Witness member, you know. So, you know, we have, you know, the Bible, in, in our version, you know, we are living in the quote, last days. And this I do believe in, whether or not, it, whether I'm agnostic or, you know, or Catholic or, you know, whatever the fuck, you know, any category that I want to put myself into, it, it don't matter. But I, I do believe that we're living in like, not just the the last days, but we're living in a time where mankind is just going downhill rapid more than ever before you know but now we have you know with the advances of technology and the advances of weapons and and bombs and you know technology when applied with evil intentions with when when technology when when advances in technology meet in the hands of evil people that dominate the world that is very scary because that could mean that the the possible extinction extinction of mankind the possible uh, genocide of countries you know so yeah so in our version of the bible you know it talks about the, the last days that we're living the last days before um you know before god is going to rescue mankind and provide the recreation of the garden of eden a paradise on earth so before we get the chance to live in paradise we have to go through the through uh, through the last days uh, in order to receive salvation but it's not just it's not that easy you know aside from just waiting for God to give us this beautiful garden of peace where, where, where there's no death where there's no suffering as everybody's living in peace there is absolute love just a beautiful paradise of it's hard to imagine that because we live in a world where life is so fucking hard. Anyway, aside from just waiting, while you're waiting, if you're a member, you have to also, you know, go door to door and 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 inform people about that we're living on the last days. We're we're near the end of of the system of things. We're near the the ending of Satan's influence in the world, right? But aside from that, you're also Supposed to apply the teachings of the Bible to your own life, <clears throat> and to be to work very, 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 very hard to be a faithful member to Jehovah. You have to fucking, you know, you're supposed to read the Bible, go to Bible studies. You cannot listen to to certain music, or read certain books, or he, talk to certain people, or engage in certain friendships that might be harmful in their eyes. Like if you hang out with someone that's doing drugs. I mean, yeah, that's a pretty extreme example, though. But Or if you hang out with someone that is not a member of the community, then that's not going to help you in regards to your salvation. So it's very, very... They're very, very strict with that, you know? Um, so if you're a member, you know, it's very easy to get disfellowshipped. Now, what does that word mean? Uh, disfellowship means being kicked out pretty much it means that you're just pretty much fucked that if you are disfellowshipped get the fuck out of here you're out boom out the window you know and then that is a very extreme like that's harsh for you know to be disfellowshipped by your own church people within your own community within your own uh, religion that shit does not, that really affects you. I've seen interviews on YouTube of people that were, quote, ex-Jehovah's Witness people. And they talk about how they were disfellowshipped because of, um, I don't know what, I guess they rebelled or they would question or they would they would question the motives behind the rules within the congregation. They would question a lot of things or they would expose, you know, a lot of corrupt things that i'll get into later but um yeah it's very easy to, it's very easy to get um to get disfellowshipped right um so uh, an example of this uh, i watched a video on youtube where this guy was an ex-member and he mentioned that when he was seven when he was 18 he was still in high school he, he was a senior in high school and he had uh, mentioned that when he was 18 he got an undergirl an under underage girl pregnant I think she was 16 or 17 right and that alone is a huge sin in the eyes of the members of the congregation in other words that is a huge sin from like perceived by members of Jehovah like that that is a huge like no no right and this member that was being interviewed he was he he was very faithful. He would always go door to door and preach about God, and he was very kind to his to the people within his congregation. And um, you know, you know he he even he even he even admitted it that he was he was not being responsible. He was being responsible in the sense of like you know being faithful to Jehovah and being trying to preach the word of God to other non-members. You know. In that sense, he was responsible. But when it came to his own personal life, he 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 even admitted that he you know was messing around, got a girl pregnant, and that um not only not not only was he disfellowship from the from the congregation, but he was dis, but he was disfellowship from his own mother. So even his own mom, who was a faithful member, dis. This, like she disowned her own son because of what he did right because she was so faithful to jehovah she was so faithful to this religion that you know in her eyes you know she was told that you know your son committed a huge sin therefore you know you don't have the right to interact with your son so even so his his own mother did not even i mean yeah he fucked up but i mean i'm pretty sure in some way she could have at least try to help him i mean I, I don't know the extent of his situation was maybe she was really mad at him i don't know but he made it seem like you know he was disfellowshipped from the church and by his own family that were his like i think his sisters and his and his siblings they to this day uh, um do not talk to him they don't interact with him they haven't talked to him for many many years In fact, um, you know, he did pay child support and he did his best to be there for his daughter. But he got older, got married. And when he got married, he invited his mom and his siblings to to the wedding. But they didn't even show up because they were so they were, um, you know, they were faithful to Jehovah. They were faithful to their own, to the to the kingdom hall. They were faithful being members that they couldn't even you know work things out in a peaceful way and maybe gain some kind of like let go of the grudge but no they, they they did not attend his 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 wedding you know and um you know and then there's there's interviews of other people where they commit a sin and you know they're disfellowship from the from the church but their families are still members but yet they still help out that member of the family they still help out in some respect they they're still there for them you know like the family value does not fade away just because of one act of sin within the community like you know within the the kingdom hall within the members of the church right so yeah that's very extreme you know like it's once you're disfellowshipped if like it it really depends on how faithful and how committed and how yeah, and how committed you are with this church Like if you Say for instance You and your mom Or you and your parents Are members of Jehovah's Witness You know, you guys are going to Bible studies And say that you start smoking pot You smoke cigarettes Or you or you have sex before you get married So all these things are sins You know, like Or if you Listen to Slayer Or you listen to fucking Nirvana Which I love, man Like that's amazing music has had a huge impact in my life that, that Nirvana has helped me so much more than this religion, you know? But anyway, aside from that, you know, say that you um that you you know, you commit a sin, right? Your parents, you know, if they're they can still, I guess, be faithful to the religion itself and yet still help you out and kind of you know, be there for you and guide you without the without using the church without using the the bible they help you out in and, and their own common sense their own way of of being you know or uh, scenario two you you commit a sin and you and your parents are members of jehovah your parents can disown you and that's fucking oh my god that's fucking terrible that's that's insane you know like imagine being disowned by your own parents i mean it, i'm sure it happens not including the experience of being a Jehovah's Witness member or there's a lot of reasons there's there's so many families that are so dysfunctional that don't result from just church and from belief systems you know but anyway I'm just using the, the example of, of Jehovah's Witness you know they you know it's very easy for the family dynamic to be fucking destroyed like it's very easy for families to get separated because one act of sin You know, so, you know, if you're going to become a member as a Jehovah's Witness, you know, just keep in mind that there's, that you're, that's, it's very, very strict. You know, they're very, very strict. They restrict you a lot. You know, your, your freedoms are very, very, um, um, your freedoms are very, uh, limited, you know, and not only that, you're, you're also required to go to once a year and I, I actually have memories of, of doing this when I was a kid. But every year, every summer, you're supposed to drive to San Diego, get a hotel room for for, for, for three days and spend the, the three days at the Qualcomm Stadium baseball stadium, right? To listen to a eight-hour um, Bible study that's, that's spoken from the brothers of the congregation. And this event can you know it, thousands of people go to go to this event once a year you know as people from all over the world they fly from i don't know i don't fucking know where but they fly to san diego just to be there you know just to be present and um you know i you know as a kid you know when you're seven six years old back in 93 94 that you know you don't have um you know it's very hard to keep yourself focused when you have to listen to a lecture, and this lecture is 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 being spoken by a brother, by what they you know a priest pretty much. They're you know they're they're um, discussing words of the Bible, uh, but their voices are being attached to a microphone. So just imagine like their voices being echoed throughout the whole stadium. It kind of creates a very hypnotic effect. It. it it kind of creates like this very you know psychological mind play like war play like it's just it's one thing to you know talk to people but when you talk to thousands of people with a fucking microphone it's that that's the the influence is more enhanced it's more powerful right and from 9 to 5 you're supposed to listen to this different bible study lectures and different and you're supposed to witness people getting baptized you know they have this pool where they place the pool and they made it in the middle of the baseball stadium and you're supposed to and like if you're if you're going to become baptized then you're being baptized and you're being exposed and seen by thousands of people that's insane that's crazy right and uh yeah i remember uh, uh growing up you know my i was always so bored i was always going crazy you know uh a kick can only take so much within what, seven hours that's a lot you know and um you know the weather in san diego was was very beautiful as always though but from t- from one to three it got fucking hot because the sun was just like was right above the stadium like the sunlight was just it was hot you know and um you had a one hour lunch so from 12 to one you were given a, an hour lunch to Find the nearest Jack in the Box, McDonald's, Carlos Jr. Eat a burger, eat your meal, and then come back, right? And then, I, and then when, once it was over, and then you would go back to your hotel room and just crash and just go to sleep. And like, and, and like the following day, you had to be there at eight in the morning to find parking. It was just a hassle, man. It was so hard. Like, it didn't feel, at least to me, I didn't feel like I was fully happy doing that for what seventeen years. So, as you get older, you know, your life changes and, uh, you know, there's different phases of your life. You start getting older and you start hanging out with certain people. Your life just changes as you get older, you know? So, with the change that happens to you as you get older, that change can also include your religious beliefs and you might have doubts, you might have questions, you know? So, it's normal to to have those doubts. It's normal to to kind of you know, seek your own, uh, spiritual journey. That's to me, that's, that's okay. That's fine. You know, but I just never felt free. I never felt alive. I never felt happy, you know? So I was too scared to leave, but I left and I left peacefully. I didn't cause a riot. I didn't, I didn't say, fuck you. I didn't say, I just left, you know, I just, I left. And now I see myself as agnostic I see myself as just someone that's trying to find some spiritual meaning in their life. You know, but anyway, so why did I leave? Well, you know, for obvious reasons, you know, I left because I just lost interest. And not only that, um, when I was 13 years old, uh, my 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 mom, who's old, who was baptized, but my mom, my mom hasn't gone, she hasn't gone back within 10 years like she hasn't even gone back she's been she hasn't been active for a long time you know so she stopped going uh, maybe she lost interest or maybe she just doesn't want to go i don't know but for me what really 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 scared the fuck out of me was that one day i was 13 years old and i was reading the bible and i and the i, I, I don't know who told me this though but i was in a bible study session and um, i was informed that if i don't serve the will of jehovah if i don't serve his will if i don't if you know if if i commit multiple sins huge sins and then i won't see paradise and then i won't see my family i won't see my loved ones you know jehovah god will destroy non-believers or people that are not that are not part of, of of his own kind you know so that to me was you know being 13 years old and and just hearing that is a has a very profound impact you know to your life you know so after I heard that after I discovered that you know I was so caught I was so scared I was so paranoid i I even threw away all my uh, nirvana CDs I threw away my horror movies I threw away, I had a bunch of Harry Potter books back then. I was a fucking nerd. I love Harry Potter. And, you know, I, I, I threw those books away. I was just so scared because in my eyes, you know, Harry Potter and Nirvana and Led Zeppelin and horror movies and, you know, things that involve morbid things are the works of Satan and Satan in in terms of Jehovah's Witness is the ruler of the world. I'm pretty sure that description is pretty much the same for most of the most of the religion uh, uh, beliefs. You know, Satan is the ruler of his world. But when you're a member of Jehovah's Witness, you know, Satan is like they make him sound even more horrifying. You know, like you know, if I listen to Nirvana or if I listen to music that is what they think is dark, and that word dark is so subjective nowadays. You know, it's just like what is dark music you know some of the like like to me uh some of the most darkest music is the most helpful music helpful music it's just you know when when a, when music talks about pain and suffering or even death like it's music is a form of art and art is a form of of of, of self-expression so if people can gain value from just morbid things and and well quote morbid things or music that is looked down upon from the church that's okay (laughs) that's fine you know as long as you find some kind of inner salvation some kind of inner peace music does not judge you music is very non-judgmental and so is magic and you know poetry and that to me is what i find more spiritually satisfying is when you're able to be a part of art and to express yourself honestly and openly. Anyway, so yeah, that's the reason why I lost a lot of interest and a lot of respect for, you know, being a member because, you know, I was informed that I had I, I just had to keep constantly preaching the word of God or else I would never see paradise. Now paradise in the in in in, in our version of the Bible, it's the recreation of the Garden of Eden. It's the war it's a world where there is no death, there's no suffering, it's just your all 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 of your loved ones have been resurrected, you know. So it's a very, very um, beautiful fascination, you know. It's we humans cannot imagine how beautiful that that must be to one day wake up and there's no money, there's no, there's no wars, there's like just a beautiful paradise. Like and see, for that's that's hard for us to imagine because, you know mankind has suffered since the dawn of time so we're we're so used to 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 life being so hard and we're so used to being to um not we're so used to having challenges and life is so fucking hard you know like we we die you know like life is so short so to imagine a life where there is no death and there is no suffering there is no sickness there is no money there is no government there's no countries just one huge world where it's just a paradise you know that's for that's hard for us to imagine that you know anyway so that's a unit a wholly different side tangent though but the bible in our version talks about the last days it, it, and the last days pretty much means that right now we're, we're living in the days before uh god will you know Armageddon will come and will destroy all the governments will destroy all the nations and all the evil in the world and keep the people that serve God well and and in our version is it's pretty much the, the the same thing except that if we're if you're not a member if you're not a, if you're a non-believer, if you're someone that opposes Jehovah then you'll won't be a part of it that like you won't be a part of the of the paradise, you know and that to me was like that's so hard that's hard to take in that's very hard to accept especially when you're 13 years old you know like that's very hard to accept that you know but um another reason why i left and um you know i don't want to blackmail anyone you know it's i'm trying to use my words carefully but the reason why i i left and this is actually a very scary reason is because um the the law, you know the authorities, you know, law and does not like hmm, law and our uh, religious beliefs, they don't mesh very well. And by that, I mean, if somebody within the congregation is um, hurting somebody if 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 somebody's hurting, Somebody, if there's spouse abuse or there's a pedophile and they're abusing children within the church, they cannot be reported to authorities. And that policy is within the members of Jehovah's Kingdom Hall. There's a policy that states that, you know, whatever crime or whatever activity, um, crime activity happens happens. That if there's prior knowledge and there's there if 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 somebody is aware that there's a crime being that there's crime being taken place within the church, they will not ex uh, they will not alert authorities at all. So a good example of this is that, um I watched this interview of this woman who was an ex-member, and she had mentioned that she uh, married somebody within the church, right? And uh, the guy that she married was a fucking piece of shit, an asshole. He was fucking hitting her and like abusing her and just, you know, causing harm and causing things. Um, you know, it, she was being abused by her husband, right? So she would constantly tell the brothers and the sisters and the people within the, the congregation, I'm being abused by my husband. And then they would just tell her, you know what? That's it. that's in the hands of Jehovah, that's in the hands of of uh, Jehovah God, and just don't say anything, you know. So they didn't even uh, alert authorities. They didn't even, you know. So she had a just she because she was so committed to being a member that she felt that if she went to the cops, that she would commit a huge sin, you know. So so just just hearing those stories, you know, and like and just you know, I'm. I even have friends that are not members anymore. That are even that are even happier now, and they don't have like they don't have that conflict anymore. that like, they're not they're not struggling. They're not unhappy anymore. They're actually more happy not being a member of the congregation. You know. So yeah. So to me, that that policy that they have, where crime cannot be, um, where crime cannot be alerted to authorities it's like what if you're a member and you're seeing somebody molest somebody or you're seeing somebody Abuse somebody and you have knowledge Do you just stay quiet because of jehovah (laughs) or do you actually, you know Fucking have common sense and and alert police or alert, alert the authorities that someone's being hurt someone's in in danger, you know, so you know if you you know for you you know if you have a friend or someone that you know that that you care about and you know that they're being abused you know would you just stay quiet because of god or you know not just god but like you know would you stay quiet because of your of the of the values that you have for your own religion like would you just kind of just stay quiet or you know would you use your common sense and say you know what this is wrong i'm going to call the cops <laughs> or i'm going to you know, i'm going to alert authorities you know so that's for me that's that is a big no no for me it's like you know especially if see if if that would have happened to my sister or someone that i really care about um if they were being abused by somebody within the members of the of the kingdom hall i would you know i would call the cops man like that's that's immoral that's that goes against what they preach you know so it's like you know and you know it's it's funny because these members, the people that I that I grew up with within the church, they appear to be nice people, but they're, they're actually very judgy. And going back to my first question that I asked you too is that does religion make you more of a judgmental fucking asshole? Like, if if it doesn't, then you're you're pretty cool, man. Like if, and if it does, can you separate yourself from that? Can you separate yourself from the influence of your religion and look and just see yourself as a human being and say? man am i being an alpha because of of because of the values that are being enforced or taught upon me you know so yeah anyway so my phone's about to die right now it's like 2% but yeah i'm hoping that that you guys gain some insight about religion and you know i'm 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 not here to blackmail or bash it bash my religion i'm just trying to inform you guys that you know Think about your own happiness and your own self-worth and your own mental health. You know, like if it's like for me, like I was constantly feeling depressed. I I even felt suicidal. I felt so lo- I felt so enslaved with this uh, with this uh, uh, belief system. You know, I, I I felt I felt trapped. You know, I I, I I I I've never felt free. I never felt like I had a purpose being. A member you know so ask yourself you know like it does uh religion have an effect on the quality of your life you know so anyway guys thank you so much for uh you know hearing my rant and my experiences um i'll be posting another video uh another podcast pretty soon as for now just be safe and tell tell your loved ones that you love them life is so fucking short and thank you all those who are supportive of my podcast and are and have the patience to hear my my voice um thanks guys and uh, peace out